0: Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidus. All right, here we go. October 20th, a Wednesday, October 20th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidus. Flyers back at it tonight. Game three of the season, game three of this four-game homestand that opens the season, and tonight it's the Flyers taking on the Boston Bruins. They got a point against Vancouver in game one with the rally of two late goals to force overtime and then a shootout where... Uh, Vancouver took the extra point for the Flyers, then the Flyers, a 6-1 beating of the Seattle Kraken in the inaugural matchup of those two teams, but tonight, it's a different animal. It's the Boston Bruins, and of course, the Flyers played in the Mass Mutual East last year with the Boston Bruins in that division. They played every team in the division eight times, 56 games last year, and the only team they had a worse record against last year from a points percentage standpoint then the Boston Bruins was the Washington Capitals. They had five points against the Caps with a record of two five zero oh, and 1. Just five points at 313 winning percentage. But against the Bruins last year, they had a record of 2, four, oh, and 2. And just six points with a 3.75 uh, points percentage. They scored 20 goals against the Bruins and allowed 32. Goal differential of 12 goals uh, on, on just an eight-game series. Flyers scored 24 goals against the Caps and allowed 33. So no team they had a worse goal differential against than the Boston Bruins. So tonight, a bit of a measuring stick game as well for the Flyers against the Bruins. We asked Joel Faraby about that yesterday in our in. We asked Joel Farabee about that in yesterday's episode, and yeah, he said that is it is a bit of an early season measuring stick. The Boston Bruins are a perennial contender in whatever division they're in, back in the Atlantic this time, uh, with Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, David Pastrnak, and the newly signed Charlie McAvoy, and Bruce Cassidy as the head coach. They're, they're a legit team, so this will be a measuring stick early in the season. It will be Martin Jones who gets the start, not Carter Hart in this game. And we've been speculating about that as well. You don't want your backup goaltender sitting for weeks at a time in between appearances. Martin Jones, you know, he battled in the preseason. He had some moments that weren't great. Uh, He had some moments where he was pretty darn good. And he's been working with his old goalie coach, now his goalie coach again, Kim Dillabaugh, getting the structure of his game back. And he'll get the start against the Bruins, his first start as a Philadelphia Flyer coming up tonight. Important game tonight. Gonna be very intriguing. Can't wait for to, can't wait for this game to happen and looking forward to it very much. But in this episode we're gonna to talk to one of the guys who got points on the board in the last game. We were, if you recall, we talked to Justin Braun post game after the Flyers got that win over the Kraken where he had two points. And our guest on this episode of podcast had a three point game. He is also a new addition. It is Derek Broussard and he joins us right now on Flyers Daily. Derek, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Feels good to get a three-point game under the belt early, doesn't it?
1: Uh, it just feels good that uh, you're helping the team to to achieve. Uh, you know, our main goal is to win the game, and uh, you know our line's been uh, playing pretty good in the last two games, and we're just trying to get some 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 chances and try to put the puck in the net.
0: As a guy that's played for nine different teams in your NHL career, close to a thousand games. You know, you got this opportunity when Kevin Hayes got hurt to move up in the in the lineup and play in that second line with Joel Farabee and James Van Riemsdyk, and and you're a guy with that experience that knows that that's a good opportunity for you, and you're taking advantage of it. What what was your kind of mindset going into this when they told you, hey, you're going to be centering these two guys?
1: Uh well, no one's going to replace Kevin. You know, like the way he plays and. Uh... You know the, the way he's been playing the last few years. Uh, Kevin's a game changer, and I don't know. I feel like the, my experience with Don is like when someone is hurt, it gives the opportunity to other players to step in, and you know that's what good teams do. They're good teams they have a lot of depth, and I know in the back of my mind I can play with those two guys. I know I can play there, um, and yeah, basically I just I prepare I prepared in the summer uh, to, to to have a you know. To be in good shape and be ready to play from the from the first from the first day of training camp and uh, uh, playing with those two guys uh, they're two really special talent and uh, yeah basically well we only played two games yet but uh, I like what we're doing.
0: You're playing with, like, like James Van Riems, like I think he's a, an underrated distributor. He's been known as a goal scorer, great in tight and those things. But he's a good distributor of the puck as well. But let me ask you about Joel Faraby. In year two, he led the Flyers in scoring last year, 20 goals in 55 games. It's a 30-goal pace. And he's picked up this year with two goals in the first two games. And he just seems to be making big jumps in, in you know, when he jumps up a level – he, he's make, not making little incremental steps in the improvement of his game. He's making bigger jumps. What have you seen out of Joel that makes him be so successful so far, so early in his career?
1: Well, I think, the, first of all, for him, I think he's uh, he's got uh, really good accents with and without the puck. I think he's he's really good, and he can play everywhere. Um, he's he's really talented. He sees the ice well as uh He's a complete player, and he competes and shows up every night. So, I mean, uh, uh, there's a reason why he had success last year, and he's going to have success for many years here in, in Philly. And uh, he's really uh, well, like around our room, uh, just a the great guy in general, and a guy who you want on your team. And um, yeah, his future, his future is great.
0: Yeah, and the franchise commits to him about, with a nice contract knowing the player, knowing the way he works off the ice and that he's taken his game like a true professional at such a young age is why you're willing to make that, that contract extension. Let me ask you about how the group's coming together. Like you mentioned, you know, you're only two games into this season, but you guys have been together through camp now for a month plus. Uh, how's been, how's the chemistry coming to kind of, kind of coming together as a group on and off the ice?
1: uh it's been amazing honestly like uh such a special place to play and uh when you're a new guy and you come you come in like the first day of training camp and you you know i've been here for for month and a half or so right now it's uh it's such a, a good group where we're having fun um different different kind of personalities around our room it, it makes it so uh so enjoyable and uh, you know, we, 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 we golf before our training camp. We went golfing in Atlantic City. Um, yeah, you know, like, just uh, just at a practice rink. Like, we enjoy like, coming at the rink every day and work. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's just like you saw yesterday, you know, like, uh, one guy goes after a captain, and guys are answering the bell. And it's the same thing for Sealer And finding this guy He's like, 6'7", 250, and... You know, there's a lot of emotion around our room, but like guys are stepping up for each other. That's that's great, and we're gonna need that all season long. And uh, it's been it's been good.
0: Yeah, when you look at what seals did and taking on uh, Jamie Alexiak, that you know guys like Alexiak and Char don't get in many fights because it, that's a tough task, right? That's a big ass to go. But Alexiak asked him to go, and he obliged. That goes a long way in that room, doesn't it? To to know that he's willing to fight like that and take on. I mean, that guy's a bear.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like I played with Alexiac before. That guy's so strong and he's so long and like there's not a lot of players that would want to fight that guy and you know, Nick I think has been showing a lot of character and a lot of like that's the way I think he made the team this year. He's like so valuable for our team and the way he plays and he just does the little things right and um yeah, he's a, he's a player that you can count on every night to compete and everything. And guys are are we're really happy to have him on our team.
0: Well, and then you talk about you know protecting your captain. When they change the goalie out, they change out Grubauer. I think some of that shenanigans took place just to get let Dreger kind of get a little comfortable on the ice before seeing anything. Uh, but it it involves your captain and and they kind of go after him a little bit. And then Nate Thompson just absolutely beats the brakes off of Nate Bastion. Um, I mean, he threw a lot of punches in that, in that scrap. Uh, that was one of the better ones I've seen in a while. Uh, but what does that mean? I, I think that that stuff, and I said this on the post-game show last night, Brass, that, that I think that stuff means a lot still. And it means a lot yeah, to the group.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, um, I know what that the other guy was trying to do. You know, like, his team is down 5-0. We, we get it, whatever. But we just want to make sure that uh, no one's touching Claude or – touching coots and touching Provi and some of our best players. And Nate did a good job.
0: Yeah, you're just telling, you're telling not only the team you're playing against, but you're telling future oppositions too, like, come on, you, that, that's not gonna, that's not gonna go over here anymore. Like, that's not gonna happen. There's gonna be a price to pay. There's accountability, right?
1: Yeah, 100%, that's what good teams do. And that's like, uh, that's uh, becoming a team and play for each other and play hard and, I want to make sure that other teams comes in and Philly, they're gonna know it's gonna be a hard game because we have a good team. We can be all over them, but the, if they want to do that, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen in our barn or anywhere on the road as well. We're gonna to have to stick up with each other, not only in Philly but on the road.
0: Uh, let me ask you about, um, you know, you, like I mentioned, you played for nine teams. Five of those teams have gone onto the playoffs. You've come to the Wells Fargo Center several times as an opposition. We got fans back, and it's been really cool because they have been really involved and really, you know, boisterous. And, and I know you guys feed off that, especially after not having it. I imagine that it gives you even a little extra shot of adrenaline when you haven't had it for a couple of, you know, year and a half, and now you have that again, and you're giving them something to cheer for.
1: Yeah, I mean, like fan, what makes it like really enjoyable coming and and play and everything guys loved it yesterday like just the atmosphere and You know people cheering for for our team and you know, we're all in this together and it's, it's These fans you're not only for the Flyers, but for the Eagles and the Sixers. It's it's such a great sports town and um, Yeah, the last two years was kind of tough to to kind of just play and everything, you know, we, we still did it we still uh, played through the season and everything but it's so much better when the fans are in town and we we appreciate the support. And that's not only for our team, but from around the league as well. Uh, Fans are make it, make it fun.
0: Yeah, and, you, and maybe we all didn't realize the, the role of the fan until the fan was taken away, and now you have a different kind of appreciation for the for the fans that go in the building and you know support the team so much. Last thing for you, Bryce, you know uh, you're in Philadelphia. You've been in some cool cities. You know you start your career in Columbus. You, you lived in New York. You played for AV there as well. You know you played in Canadian markets in Ottawa and Colorado's beautiful area. Florida, you're down in Sunrise. Not bad. Uh, what's your experience been like living in Philly so far? You get you get all four seasons. You got nice fall weather now.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I love the area here. Like, uh, I live downtown. Um, I didn't have the chance uh, to go around town much uh, after practices or after game. I'm just trying to recover. And but uh, yeah, we've been we've been going to the restaurants and stuff, and uh, it's been amazing. It's like uh, you know, it's a good sports town. Um, I love I love everything about it, and especially like we don't have to travel much this year too. Like playing with uh, you know in the in the metro there, like playing Jersey and like Washington. It's all teams like or New York or the both New York City. We can we can train there. So uh, our practice rink is amazing. Our setup here with the Flyers, it's great. Uh, really good organization. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. really thank, thankful to be here.
0: Yeah, you played in you played in Colorado when travel was not restricted at all around the league. That I mean, that travel schedule is brutal. And you know, you were in Arizona, but the divisions you know were uh, different last year. But that travel probably was pretty brutal as well. But uh, here, you're right. So many teams kind of in a condensed area. I, I lied. One more question for you. You know, you, you you play Vancouver. You get the point out of the first game. Second game, you, you beat up on the Kraken pretty good. But you're looking at the Boston Bruins uh, in game number three. A little bit of a measuring stick early for you guys, looking at that at it that way at all.
1: Hundred percent. Like uh, that team's been doing it for many years. Uh, how many years they won two, two out of the last ten, or two out of the last fifteen, or whatever. Um, when you have uh, Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand, Pasternak, you're always gonna have a chance, and that's the culture they built in Boston for many years. And it's uh, it's good to to measure yourself uh, pretty early against uh, not only them but the Florida Panthers coming up on Saturday and we gave it the dry side all next Wednesday. So, uh, it's a big game coming up, but, but I think we're, we're, we're right there. You know, we were trying to build our game every, uh, every day, trying to improve and, uh, yeah, it's just, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. Well, we're going to, we're going to need our best effort to come out with some, some big wins here.
0: Yeah, no question. Uh, hey Derek, thanks for doing this so much, man. Best of luck coming up against the Bruins and then, you know, Florida on Saturday, and then on your first road trip of the year, uh, going out to Western Canada, and then you'll see McDavid and Dryscidle, and um, oh. it'll be a good trip for you guys to to bond even further as a group. Thanks for doing this as always, and we'll talk soon.
1: Okay, thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks to Derek Broussard for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily, and he was one of those question marks coming into the season with the elevated role that he's been placed in with the absence of Kevin Hayes and with Morgan Frost being sent back down to the Phantoms. Boy, I got to tell you, he's been very good instinct chemistry with Joel Farabee and James Van Riemsdyk as well. And Derek Broussard, just under 1,000 games played in this league, has played, I think, 117 playoff games, been on nine teams, and five of those teams have gone to the playoffs. So he's got a lot of experience and still, apparently, a good amount of hockey left in him as he's looked good here for the Flyers early on as well. So we thank him for joining us. Big game tonight Flyers Bruins 2 4 0 2, just six points and eight games against the, the Bruins last year. That's how the Flyers fared. How will they fare tonight? It's going to be an interesting matchup, and we'll break it all down for you on tomorrow's episode. Full breakdown of the Bruins game on tomorrow's episode, a brand new one of Flyers Daily. Have a great day and enjoy your hockey tonight.